Hey, this is Wilson. No Jason this week as always. What's up, Galvis? What's up, bro? Happy Halloween or belated Halloween to you. What'd you go dressed up as, bro? Uh, nothing, man. You know, I have a uh, I have a Michael Myers mask that I bought a couple years ago. People on social media say you don't need a mask. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm monstrous enough as I am, but I have I bought a a, a Michael Myers mask a couple years ago after years of kind of toying with the idea of getting it, and I bought it a couple years ago. But I, you know, I didn't even I didn't break it out this year. I didn't really even watch any Halloween movies this year. You know, I mean, I always enjoy this this season. I enjoy Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, but you know, Halloween itself it just kind of passed by. The I mean, I haven't been out for Halloween since I was a kid, but I at least could have, you know, put my mask on and walked around the house with it. I think my grandmother kind of like gets a kick out of that, maybe. <laughs> so, and uh, did people did people show up to your house for the trick or treating? No. Um, why? Because they know why? Because they know it's your house, or they just it was just a coincidence that they didn't go. I don't know. It's that. It, I mean, I think in my lifetime, it's only been like one year with with kids. I mean, you know, guys, I live in the hood, man. They don't be trick or treating in the hood. You yeah, know, you, got, you can't be out walking the street and in the in the ghetto trick or treating, walking up to people's doors, man. That's not how it goes. Especially with a mask on. Uh uh-uh. uh Yeah, hell no. No sir. No sir. Um, yeah, but um. Uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, yeah, we we you know we had a we had a little setup. Same thing. Not a lot of kids showed up. I don't know whether it's because of the pandemic or maybe it was a Sunday night, so it's a school night. But um, you know, this is my favorite time of the year, man. It's starting. It's finally cold at night. It's we don't have that blazing heat. Uh, football season is right in the middle, right in the thick of it. NBA season just started. World Series, perfect time. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna try to get into the uh, really into the spirit this year. I think I'm gonna try to decorate my room with some Christmas stuff. When it's time, maybe get a little miniature tree. You know, just to be a, you know, it is the season. Um, are, you gonna, are you gonna go as the Black Santa at the Crenshaw Mall? <laughs> no, you know my wife didn't. Okay, <laughs> quick story. We're gonna get to the podcast, guys. Don't worry. My wife. Grew up, born and raised in the Valley. I was born and raised in L.A. The closest mall to me was the Crenshaw Mall. So every time during Christmas season, we would go, there was the Black Santa. I didn't, it, it, it went over my, I didn't make much of it. It wasn't, I was like, what the fuck, there's a Black Santa? Like, nah, I just, that's what I grew up with, right? Mm-hmm. So when I moved to the Valley and I, you know, I was starting to date my, my girlfriend at the time. Uh, she's now my wife. I was like, hey, you know, where we used to take pictures, there was a Black Santa. And she was, she couldn't believe it. Like, she was, she really thought I was lying. And I was like, nah. So we actually went out there to check it out. And sure enough, Black Santa. <laughs> Did you say the Crenshaw Mall? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I remember, I think it was at the Crenshaw Mall where I. Um, He's, but he was very light skinned, though. Yeah, I think it was at the Crenshaw Mall one time where I, I when I was little. And I went and I sat on his lap to, uh, you know, how you kids, you know, you go, you, t- you t- take a picture and all that. And, like, I was being, like, a brat or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the black man, he, like, scolded me. Like, told me, like, hey, you know. <laughs> you don't, know make me, like don't make that. me pull down your pants and whip your ass right here in front of everybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Uh, starting with Halloween and then Thanksgiving and then. And yeah. then Christmas, you know. Um, so 
um, happy holidays to everyone because, like I said, it's 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 that time of the year. Um, all right, so Galvis wanted to talk about the uh, the Will and Jada situation uh, this week, um, and for the Manosphere quote of the week, you know, uh, we were talking uh, earlier, and I was talking about um, uh, Kevin Samuels. And uh, Kevin Samuels had, had done a video. Uh, he had done one of his, you know, lives on YouTube on that situation, the Jada and Will situation. And uh, if, if you didn't hear, the most recent thing was that Jada was talking about something about it being difficult to, you know, basically get things going with Will in the bedroom. And everybody was like, my goodness, Jada, will you just please just leave Will alone and stop humiliating him? And so uh, Kevin Samuels, he did a, uh, you know, a, one of his lives about it. And the title said uh, of his live was, High value men and project women, and I was telling Galvez about it, um, uh, you know, th- uh, this morning, and uh, I go, you know, it's like how they say, you know, you can take a boy out the the hood, but you can't take the hood out the boy. And then Galvez said, uh, you know, the famous proverb, which is uh, this week's manager quote of the week. Uh, what is it, Galvez? Sorry, Wilson, it's not as fancy as your other manosphere scientific book. <laughs> This is very straight, simple, and to the point. You cannot turn a hoe into a housewife. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and it's like, you literally can't. It's funny because a lot of people laugh at that. But when you really take it serious, it's one of the most truest quotes ever. I don't care if you're a red pillar or not. You cannot turn a hoe into a housewife. No, uh, it's it's just it's it's something that is uh, that is in them, you know, a woman who's like that. Uh, yeah. you know, I, like I was telling guys, I think Will was saying that because you know they have a, they have an open relationship, Will and Jada. But I think that that you would think that that would be the, the guy's idea. But I mean, really, what guy really he doesn't really want his woman seeing whoever she wants to see, you know. So it's really, I mean, I'm not like I said, he was. He was saying that it was it was I think he he said that it was Jay it was that was Jada's idea, not to have now, a traditional relationship. Now here's the thing. It's one of two things that's going on. One, either Jada just flat out has nothing to do with love. Just does not respect Will at all. Not as a man or as a wife or a husband. Or two, who knows, right? Well, crazier things have happened. Will could be in on it, right? Because this is what's giving the show ratings. This is what's giving Jada clout. This is what's keeping their name, you know, out in the in, in the public eye. So who knows, right? Um, definitely, I don't think Will cares what other people think of him. You know, he's still a rich, multi, 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 multi-millionaire. One of the most powerful people in Hollywood. But let's 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 dissect the situation, right? For those people who don't know, right, Wilson, tell us a little bit about Will, uh, Jada and Tupac's love story, whatever they had. Because some people don't really don't know Jada and, and Tupac's past. Yeah, well, I think they did a, a, a movie together. Um, I don't remember. I'm not sure what, what movie it was. But all the way back in the 90s, before, before Jada... Um, you know, ended up marrying Will. She had a uh, a relationship with Tupac. Um, you know, Tupac was a guy who 
I mean, two, women could not resist Tupac, you know. And, you know, to this day, Jada Pinkett still talks about him. Tupac has been dead uh, for 25 years. And Jada still talks about Tupac uh, in a way that she doesn't, she, she doesn't see Will in the way that she sees Tupac, even mm-hmm. though she's been married to Will since 1997, and Tupac died in 1996. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's, just, it's just one of those things where the true love of her life is, is Tupac, uh, mm-hmm. who died 25 years ago, but she's with Will Smith, but, you know, and she doesn't, she didn't even respect Will Smith enough to, you know, she had a, a thing with, with August Alcina, you know, I mean, it's, you know, and, I, and like I said, they have an open relationship, but you can tell that that's actually um, her, it's, that was her idea. Will even said it, I think, like I, like I said, but, you know, that was how she grew up, you know, uh, somehow uh, that not, she, she's the one who didn't want a traditional relationship. So, you know. And, well, and, not only that, but think about it. Okay. And we could, and the reason why we want to talk about this also is that we're not like a tabloid. We're not trying to be TMZ here. We're trying to put this into perspective of the average everyday guy, right? Mm-hmm. Where obviously Will wasn't her first option. He may not even been the second or third. We don't know. But clearly, she saw something enough in Will to say, I can't be with Pac because unfortunately he passed, but Will's the next best thing. And, he right? was, and, he was, and Will Smith is one of the, the all-time celebrities and mo- yeah. Will Smith was the biggest mo- movie star in the world for maybe about 10 years at, at least, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and so think about it. Me and Will were talking about this. Jada's not even up to Will's ankles when it comes to power, money, just celebrity Talent. stuff. Yeah. Anything. Will Smith's so, a Grammy winning rapper. Sold millions of I mean, it's Will Smith. <laughs> yeah, he sold millions upon millions of records without saying a curse word. Yeah. Which is crazy. And so think about it. Will Smith possibly could have possibly not possibly. Literally gave anything Jada wanted. He gave her kids. He gave her money. He gave her anything she wanted. And yet it still wasn't enough. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's also rumors that she was with uh, from Criss Cross. Right? Mm-hmm. While he was only 15 and she was 22. Which it's like it's a double standard. Right? Because if, if the roles reverse, if Will was with one of with a girl that was 15, he'd be in the same situation as R. Kelly. But because mm-hmm. a girl was doing it, it doesn't feel as perverted, right? It's like mm-hmm. when, a, when a teacher, when a 50-year-old teacher is sleep, a male is sleeping with a 16-year-old, it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. For males, you find out a 16-year-old dude was smashing a beautiful 40-year-old teacher, like, damn, okay. Mm-hmm. Where's that? Where was that teacher at my whole life? Right, like in uh in uh in what you call it in uh in South Park, the yeah. one where where uh which one of the guys his little his little brother was like a in like preschool he could barely I, talk and he yeah. was banging his, his like his freaking preschool teacher and then he go and, the, and his brother goes to uh it's crazy how I can't remember their their names anymore the main characters on South Park other than Cartman and 
and Kenny. Uh, but the, the one who has a little brother, he goes to the uh, to the police station to tell the police that 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 his little brother is having relations with his teacher, and the police go, "The blind, nice." Yeah, <laughs> you know they're like, "Oh yeah," because that just shows the. SNL just did a quote like that. A script like that with um, Pete Davidson and and um, uh, Kel is a, the judge and Taraji's the the lawyer. She's telling Pete Davidson, "When did the um, the sexual thing start?" And he goes, "Around sixteen. Those were the best years of my life." Mm-hmm. And he was just hyping himself up, and it's like it's a double standard. But that's for another episode. But anyways, so just imagine if you're Joe Smith, right? You have a great job. You work hard to give your wife everything she could have ever asked for. You put your blood, sweat, and tears into your job. Take your kids to soccer practice, basketball practice. You're just the ultimate husband and father. And yet it's still not enough. Now, what is it like? Okay. Why do you think Will's not enough for Jada? What is it about um, Will that Jada just can't seem to love? Well, I think Will is Will's a good guy, man. You know, he's a he's a silly acting guy. Will is not, and that's one of the things that has always been kind of that people have used against Will, like as, as a rapper, is that he's not a street rapper. Like you said, he does, he never cursed in his songs. He's Will has always been a family friendly rapper and, and entertainer. You know. And, well, even, even Fresh Prince was, right? The show, yeah. And so, and so, you know, you know, Tupac was everything. You know, Tupac was a gentleman. He was a thug. You know, Tupac was one of a kind. Um, and so, I just think that you know, for so Tupac probably put Jada. I mean, he was just more of a you know, the, the experience of her being with Tupac was probably just more exciting than being with with you know, good guy Will. But it says here that uh, I'm looking at Jada's Wikipedia. It says that Jada's mother became pregnant with her in high school. Uh, she married uh, Jada's father, uh, but they divorced after several months. Uh, it's, uh, her mother's name was uh, Adrian Banfield Jones. That's the woman who's always with her on the Red Table Talk. And it says uh, Banfield Jones raised Pickett with the help of her own mother, Marion Martin Banfield, a Jamaican-born social worker. And so... You see that Jada was born um, to a to a single mother, um, and like I said, I'm going to try to find that that quote uh, from, that I saw from uh, from Will before the episode is over, uh, where he was talking about that that Jada was the one who really wanted to open a relationship. So my guess is that Jada, when she was coming up, because her mother was a single mother, Jada probably saw her mother. She comes from a matriarchal family, so so a, a child who's a, who's a female, a mother, uh, and then a grandmother. Uh, and she probably saw her mother, you know, dealing with different dudes, like a lot of, like happens a lot of time in the black community. Uh, the woman will have different guys coming in and out of the house, uh, you know, instead of having that one stable man, that, which is called a husband, uh, the woman will have a bunch of different dudes rotating in and out. So to Jada, that's probably normal, and that's why she wants that wanted this um this you know uh uh open relationship thing. And I think that I remember my man Verbs twenty fifteen from the website uh Slang Evil. He talks a lot about black women, you know, and he was saying that how he was talking about how, um, like a lot of the times, you know, like if you watch some of these, he was watching this, it was like this judge show, 
I know I'm kind of, you know, belaboring the point here, <laughs> but he was watching one of those judge shows and the woman was up there and she was like a lawyer, you know, it was a black woman who was a lawyer. And, and what was interesting is that the father of her child was, he was, a, he was a street person. He was a thug. And you'll see that a lot, which is that a lot of times it'll be women with degrees, women with, you know, you know, corporate jobs or whatever. She could be a lawyer or a, a doctor or whatever it is. And she'll still have a kid by some black guy who's just a, you know, a gangbanger or a drug dealer or some street guy or something like that. So it's not a lower level uh, black guy. And he goes, he goes, and I always remember this, one of my favorite things anybody's ever said. He goes, hood rat is a mindset. It's a mentality, you know? And, and I just think that that's, that pretty much explains Jada Pinkett. You know, Jada Pinkett, it doesn't matter. She's with one of the classiest dudes. You know, like I said, just a, just a huge star, done everything right, never been in trouble, always set a good example for, for black people, young black men, everything. But Jada Pinkett, deep down, is what she is. She's a woman who comes from a single mother uh, culture. She's from Baltimore. Uh, and she just is what she is, man. She's a, she's a hood rat, who, <laughs> naturally, who, who, who lucked into Will Smith, you know? Um, so here's my, just, oh, here's my question, Wilson. Can you hear me? Yeah. Um, I could understand, or I could see where, if Tupac was still alive, or if he had passed recently, right, where mm-hmm. Jada had to make that comment. Um, but he's yeah. been dead for over twenty five years, and for her to like imagine like. Imagine what Will's going through, right? Or what he, if this is for real? At the end of the day, it is Hollywood, so who knows? But your wife still fantasizes and loves and can't forget about somebody that passed twenty five years, and that's still affecting your sexual life. Yeah, I mean it's it's sad now. So that's what what I want to talk about was like the everyday Joe, right? Where like. Unfortunately, Will Smith is most men, right? He's a good guy, good husband, good father, and he gets done dirty. And most men, when things go bad in the relationship, they're the ones that get screwed over, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, do I think Jada Pickett-Smith is just some big whore? That just sleeps around with everybody. I mean, probably not, right? But at some point, don't you think Will Smith needs to come out and defend himself? Well, um, yeah, I don't know, man. He just seems it just seems like she has her she has her foot on his um uh-huh. on his neck, you know. And I don't, I don't know, man. I, I just, I just think Will, he, he might be, um, he might be, uh, like too nice of a guy, you know. Uh, but I'm, I found this, um, this quote here, um, where, that Will, Will talked about what I said. He said, Jada never believed in conventional marriage. 
Jada had family members that had an unco- that had an unconventional relationship. So she grew up in a way that was di- very different than how than how I grew up. You know, we'll grew up in just a classic two parent um, home. But that's like I was saying that that whole the whole open re- marriage thing um, that was Jada's idea. And like I said, and like he said, she had family members that had an unconventional relationship. You know, so. Um, and and know. and what's crazy is like. Imagine being Will Smith and not being able to satisfy your wife, both sexually, intimately, whatever. What does that say for the rest of us? We're screwed. You know? You remember when Kyrie, when, uh, what's her name, Kalani cheated on her? Was it Kalani? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she cheated on Kyrie days after he signed a fucking max extension contract, bro. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if he can't stop her from cheating, how can David Galvez stop a woman from cheating? How can Anthony Wilson or just some random guy? That's the real scary part about this. And uh, unfortunately, man, ah, sad, huh? Yeah, uh, there's there's nothing there's nothing that you can do. The only the only thing you can I mean you have you have to be you have to vet your women, man. You know, um, I remember Patrice O'Neill saying. That you know, because he he and Dante they had this thing they called like you know, basically that there's different types of uh of of of, of hunters when it comes to hunting women as far as you know looking for women that uh you know to have sex with or whatever. So you have like your bear hunter that was Patrice. Patrice meaning Patrice hunts aggressive women. That's his style. He'll go up to a woman who's like some you know big black woman, aggressive woman, and he'll be really aggressive and they'll go crazy. And then he'll he'll bring it down and go. Oh, I'm sorry, you know, I didn't know I didn't know what to say. You're so beautiful. I just didn't know what to say, right? And then you have yeah. Dante. Dante is a deer hunter, where he, meaning he's right in the middle. His game is right in the middle, not too aggressive, and not too, you know, soft. And then you have your bunny, bunny hunters for the little, you know, little cuties, you know, the little, you know, little girls who you know, look like you know, who, who couldn't they couldn't hurt a fly. They're not going to turn up or anything like that. Are those, you know, that's another thing. The the bunny hunters, the bunny hunters. Um, but they were asking Patrice. They had on Black Phillip. They had one of the. Uh, it was a girl in there who was. Uh, I think she was like a bunny. So she was like a little. She was like a girl, you know, like a like a. She was very feminine. And and Patrice goes. They asked her like, "What would you say to her?" And Patrice goes, "Nothing," you know, because I don't hunt those type of women, you know. So you have to you have to go. Okay, what type of woman do I want? Most men, I mean, they want. Uh, you don't want a hoe, you know. You want a woman no. who's gonna, uh, you know, who's gonna be faithful, and and uh, you know, you want to know that when you, if you have kids with her, you want to feel, you know, with as much certainty as you can, feel comfortable that those kids are yours. So you wanna... somebody, somebody said this. I don't know how true it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. They say, if you, whether you're a male or female, when you meet someone. Go to their house, meet their parents, 
and you'll get a feel for how that person was raised and how they're going to be when they grow up. Now, mm-hmm. it's not to say, wow, you, you come from a two-parent home, so you're just going to be an amazing woman because you saw that growing up. No, but the odds are better, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if this person comes from a single-family home and it's just, you know, it's something's a little off, does that mean your girlfriend is going to follow that foot, you know, that trail? No, but the odds are better that she will. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's it, it's like the the, the quote: uh, "You are who you hang out with." Eventually, mm-hmm. you're gonna fall into that trap, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like when people say, "I'm not a gang banger; I'm gang affiliated." Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's kind of the same thing, right? Yeah. Um, but you know, and that's why um, you have to like. Like you said, like men don't want a hoe. You know, we don't ask for much. All we want is a girl that looks good enough where your friends will respect her, right? Mm-hmm. They'll be like, all right, we'll say, okay, I see you. Okay, you know, mm-hmm. you got a little shorty. Okay. You don't want them to be like, well, she makes you happy. You know, you don't want them to say that, right? You don't want the, the, that. And you just want a good woman. That's it. Is that so hard to ask for? Yeah, you, know? you just you want to be able to have a certain level of, of peace of mind. You know, you want an agreeable woman who, like I said, she, you, you feel comfortable that she's not a hoe, that she won't, you know, uh, cuck you with somebody else's kid without you, without you knowing it. You know, that's all you want. You know, that's, 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 I mean, that's really all you can all you can can ask for. Um, so it's but, you know, it's just like, you know, um, uh, uh, you know, like Bill Belichick, Belichick, the Patriots have more college graduates than any other team in the league. You know, Bill Belichick, he, when he, when he is scouting, that's one of the things that he looks for, you know? Uh, so for, for somebody like me, if I was looking for a woman, uh, the most important thing would be, um, you know, cause she comes from a two parent home. Yeah. She had a strong father figure in a home, in the home. um, and you know, if if it doesn't guarantee anything, but it you know at least at least it gives me like it's something to, to start off with, you know. Uh, but at the and, end of the day, um, I saw I saw a meme. I don't know if I said it before. Where I mean, they paste the picture of Denzel Washington to the meme. So if did he say it? Who knows? Yeah, but, Denzel Washington don't be saying all that stuff. <laughs> or but he he did say, the quote says and. It might be a little off, but it's basically so you can get the point. It says, when starting a family or choosing your wife to start a family, don't go based off looks. Go based off how she is as a person because how she is as a person is an indicative of how she's going to raise your kids. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And so, like I told Wilson many times before, as a man... All we want is peace, right? Mm-hmm. That's all we really want. And everything else falls into place, right? Mm-hmm. Come home from work, long day, bad day, whatever. You want to come home to peace, right? Mm-hmm. You don't even necessarily need to come home to a home-cooked meal. As long as you come home and your wife isn't nagging or bitching about something, 
that's all you really care about. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, when you're with your friends, all you want is peace and everything falls into place. But unfortunately, you know, you can text your wife, sorry, babe, I'm having a horrible day at work. It's just, you know, just a lot of shit happened, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, a woman can easily be like, wow, my baby's had a, you know, my, my, my husband had a bad day at work. Let me go cook him something that he likes or let me go do this or that. You know what she's going to do when you walk through that door? Why is the clothes on the floor? <laughs> toilet seat up. Yeah. You need to go clean the gutters. You need <laughs> to go through this and that. And it's just, you know, that's. I mean, I know we're getting off track. This really has nothing to do with the Jada thing, but it does though. It's all connected. It, I mean, it does. It, it all it all kind of relates to each other, you know. And um, also another thing I want to say, very important. This should be a. This was the big lesson. I, I wish I would have started the episode with this. I just completely forgot. This should be a lesson to every man out there, where if you know you're not your girlfriend's first option but she's with you regardless you know there's going to be problems mm-hmm. right um, yeah. also if a woman breaks up with her boyfriend for you that's trouble too because she already did it once so what makes you so special that she won't do it to you mm-hmm. um, and you know uh because it can happen to anybody, especially if you meet a woman like down the road where she's not very young anymore. Or let's say you meet a woman when she's 28, right? She's had mm-hmm. close to 10 years of just sexual or boyfriends and girlfriends, whatever. At least a minimum of 10 years. She, if, she te- if you start dating a girl and she tells you, yeah, I dated a man for eight years, you're fucked. Because if she dated him for eight years, you know that that guy, she loves that guy, mm-hmm. and you're you're just kind of the next guy available, you know. Yeah, um, but you have you have to. Uh, that's why you have to. Like I said, you have to you have to vet your women, and you have to select the type. I mean, if you're just looking for a sex partner, that's one thing. But if you're looking for a wife, you want to go for a woman yeah. who, um, and it's and it's kind of it's like it's relational, like. The better looking the woman is, the less humble she's going to be. The more of an attitude she's going to have. The more, um, the more entitled she's going to be. Uh, yeah. But you, you know, but you, so you know, usually, I mean, any guy would rather have a six or if, if you're talking about a wife, any guy would rather have a six or a seven, who's easy to get along with, than a nine or a ten, who's just going to make his life a living hell. You know. Now, okay, Wilson. Let me ask you this question. Um. Well, it's not really a question, but it's, I, I know I've brought it up a few times on this podcast. When you go to a woman's profile and all you see are pictures of her in bikinis and pictures of her twerking and pictures of, of her just dressed, looking like a slut and, and desiring the attention of men. And then every now and then she puts the picture of her child, right? <laughs> Where it's like mama's queen or king or something, or you know, uh, anyway, anything for little Aiden and Jaden, uh, you mm-hmm. know, they got, and they got a lineup 
and they got little earrings on, and it's just like, <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. You can see the writing on the wall. Was I can look at a girl's profile, and I can tell you, this bitch is trouble, right? Mm-hmm. And now, I of course, you know, there's some that they're not like that, but for the most part, like when Will chose Jada. Do you think he knew this and he just chose to look the other way? Because I saw an interview with him on The Breakfast Club and they were talking about, like, were you very defensive or so, or um, about the relationship between Will, and, uh, Jada, and Tupac? And he even said, coming from Will's mouth, and you know this is because he f- truly felt strong about this. He said, oh, fuck yeah. He used those words. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think he chose Jada because Pac had already passed and he's like, I got nothing to worry about? Well, and that, yeah, and that's the thing is that really the, the women, uh, we, we did an episode of this before, but women choose who they want to have sex with and who they want to have kids with, but men choose who they want to commit to, who they want to marry, who they're going to give their love to. Um, so I just, I don't know. I think, uh, yeah, he probably, he probably did think. They probably thought, he probably thought, well, 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 Tupac is dead. What do I have to worry about <laughs> with Tupac still? And, you know, it's crazy how Tupac, in more ways than that, like, just the same way that nobody can get over Tupac, you know? Like, not just women, not just Jada, but, like, Tupac even today is still so fascinating to people, you know? Um, so it was, it's like, it's like it was the one guy who... I mean, it, it, who who just who will never go away, <laughs> no matter what you know. Tupac will always uh, be here, you know, man. I, and I like I, even me, I've been like doing like deep dives into, uh, like I was telling you, you know, the whole de- like the Death Row era, and you know the even Bad Boy too. But Tupac more than anybody, man. Tupac was just one of those people who was so charismatic and so talented and everything that he just. Everybody no, loved him. Yeah, and and even today, all these years later, uh, he's still somebody who is like he's you know people are still enraptured by him and by his by his life. Um, I had to ask, do you think this is how Jada truly feels, or do you think there's some publicity reasons behind her revealing this shit? Honestly, and I'm and I'm being honest. Well, I mean, I think it can it can be both. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that she uh. She feels because that if, way, but she, does, she don't really, have to tell the world. If Will really felt strongly about her, his disapproval about her airing out, I'm sure he checked her after he, she said, why are you telling everybody you had an entanglement? You didn't have to say anything. It's not like you got caught. Why did you bring that up? You know? Um, mm-hmm. And then again, why did, why do you feel the need that you had to tell people that, you know, that I don't satisfy. You see, there's one thing, and this is why men. There's a well, saying. Well, God was just what. Just in, in Jada's defense, it was August Alcina, I think, who said first. Oh yeah, that's right. That's, yeah. that's right. She she confirmed, but she could have easily denied it. You know, she could have easily been like, you know, I don't know what he's talking about, or or she could have said like, you know what, it was me and me and Will were separated at the time, and that was kind of something all she that had to do, all she had to do was just be a normal woman who, who and deny stuff like that but you yeah. know i do i respect the fact that she didn't lie because it bothers me so much when women lie about 
the effects campaigns. But then it's worse because you're just you're basically not respecting your. Um, sorry about that. Sorry about that. You're basically not respecting your husband. But now let me ask you this. Um, there's a saying. It's called hey, he's just measuring dicks, right? Mm-hmm. When when a, when you find out that a woman used to fuck with some somebody before you, and you. What was the one thing that comes to your mind, right? Was he bigger than me? Well, did, yeah, that's what, that's what you say. I know a lot he, of guys feel like that. Did he make her, did he please her more in the bedroom, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, you know, unfortunately for Will, I mean, he's, a, he's the butt of all the jokes now. You know? He's really the butt of all the jokes. Yeah, uh, but like I was, I was like I was saying, you know, you you have to you have to pick a woman who 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 believes in like who's basically the opposite of Jada, like how Jada. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I give I give Jada credit because she's been married to Will for twenty four years. Yeah, uh, you know, all her she has two kids. They're both by the same guy. You know, the only the only blemish on her resume is this whole open relationship thing. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. but you have to you have to, like just in general. You have to pick a you have to pick a woman who who believes in the in the 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 uh, like the what they used to you know little girls when they're growing up it used to be that little girls they thought that all they could think about when they was was when one day they would find their husband yeah. and have their family and but they'd be with one guy they, for the rest of their would, life they would say hey I'm the Cinderella and I want to yeah. find my friends and live happily ever after exactly. So That's you have to find a woman who still believes in that, but the, a lot of women these days, because of feminism, they don't think like that anymore. No. You know, um, they're like, "Hey, I have access to everything and everybody, and I'm going to take advantage of it for as long as I can." Instead of going, "Okay, I'm trying to find one guy that I can settle down with uh, and and live happily happily ever after," you know? Yeah, but. You know, like I said, like the worst thing that can happen to a man is find out that his woman cheated. Honestly, you know. Yeah. But, but also, it just goes to show, like the whole Me Too movement. Look at Jada. There's rumors that she was involved with a 15 year old member from Crisscross. There's no outrage over that. Nobody's calling her show to be canceled. You mm-hmm. know. And who knows? It very might well be true. You know, she's doing all this other shit. <laughs> you know, because um, back then, back then, I was even what R. Kelly was doing was not considered. It's it's in this modern era. It was always like my grandmother said. Even my grandmother's eighty four. He had he had he had hits after that that P scandal came out. Yeah, you, you know? know it was. It's, it, I mean, so so you know, and he was so he was with Aaliyah in the in the nineties and married Aaliyah when she was like. 15. He's been doing this for a long time. It's only in this era of like the last, they, they have to come back to R. Kelly, you know, to, yeah. to get him. Um, but it used to be that that stuff, you know, if she was uh, you know, a teen, if she, if she was, you know, 16 or whatever, yeah. nobody was really tripping on that like that. You know, they're going back, they're going backwards and changing the way uh, they like acting like, you know, they're changing the context. They're making uh, it seem like, the modern, which, they're making it seem like he was with like seven year olds. 
Yeah. And they're now, changing. Here's the thing. now, here's the thing. This is all moral, right? Because there's nothing scientifically that says this is a woman. This age is when a woman can finally be with a grown man, right? Right. There's once nothing she hits, pu- once she hits puberty, if she's ready to Think have kids. I know in some countries in Europe, the legal age is 16. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying here we should have, it should be 16 or whatever, but if morally, if in Europe it's okay, then why do we make these guys out to be these perverts if the woman is of, you know, 17, 16, 17? Yeah, yeah, it's just it's 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 uh it's nonsense because what's the difference between you know if a guy if a guy is when um with a, a woman who's uh who's seventeen he's a pedophile but if she turns eighteen it's okay yeah. uh the age what of consent changed? Hmm? yeah like what changed yeah the age of consent uh is only eighteen in eleven states so in the forty other states it's either so it's it's so it's eighteen in eleven states. Uh, it's 17 in six states, and then in 34 states, the age of consent is actually 16 in the United States. Uh, yeah. But nobody realizes that. Yeah. Uh, everybody thinks it's you know every 18 across the board, and it's not. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, you know, like I said, you know, that's what they do is they go back and they, you know, it, it's it's kind of like they did with uh, in baseball with uh, like with, like with steroids, right? Like so, you know. And like they didn't start testing for HGH until like 2005 or something like that, you know. Like mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it was it was it was it was banned. Steroids were banned in the 90s when Bonds and McGuire and Sosa were Bonds were in the 2000s. But you know, when the whole home run, you know, that whole yeah. thing happened with Bonds and Sosa. But if but, and I feel like well, unfortunately, like I know this is the sports, but. The batters got the bad rep, yeah. right? So everybody was talking shit about Barry Bonds when he hit 70 home runs or 72, I don't remember. 73. 73. But yet nobody says that he was hitting home runs off of pitches that were juiced. Yeah. You know? And, and it was, but the, my point is that it was, it was something that they, it was illegal to juice, but they were looking yeah. the other way. Like I said, they didn't start testing for it. <laughs> until like 2005 so but yeah. then they go back and they change like nobody was nobody cared about baseball players using steroids in the 90s but then they, but then they go yeah. backwards and they apply the way people feel now to to a time when you no know, people didn't feel that way you know and it's the same thing with the whole me too thing and then you know the r kelly thing nobody really yeah. cared in the 90s when or, r. Look, kelly or look at the, the bill cosby thing you know they're they're talking about stories that happened in the eighties, seventies, mm-hmm. and you know, but that's for another you know another episode. But um, just to recap real quick, I mean, you know, fellas, be wary out there, man. That if this dude Will Smith, the biggest one of the biggest celebrities in Hollywood, the richest, most powerful, he couldn't even make his wife happy. It just goes to show not where a male's mind is at, where the female's mind is at. Yeah. You know? That's so scary. The woman yeah. we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Exactly we're like talking this. about the woman that's not satisfied. <laughs> yeah. You know? And so it's, um, 
you know, we definitely have to have to be careful as men out there. Choose wisely. You know, if you just want to stick your little pee-pee in other women and that's all you want to do, then, you know, that's fine. There's no problem with that. But, you know, once you start thinking of relationships and, and, and potential wives and, and uh, you know, starting a family, you have to be very careful and, and see the writing on the wall. We always say it like, I think most men are not surprised when women cheat. They see it coming. They just chose to look the other way or hope for the best and hope that, you know, She's out late at night. Yeah, and 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 and, to, and and once again, like I said, Jada's not the worst thing ever. Like, like I said, she's been married to the same guy for twenty four years. Both of her kids are by the uh, by the same guy. You know, most that's more than most black women can say. And you know, and she she didn't as as far as I know, it's not cheating that she did on him. They had an open, they have an open relationship, an open marriage. You know. So at least she's not something that she's going behind his back. He knows that she'll step out and you know and and and, and mess with somebody else, but they're still married, they're still together, you know. So she's she's really not that bad, but I think everybody wishes that she stopped making Will Smith yeah. look so bad, you know. And not only that, but I'm pretty sure there's women out there that probably accept her behavior, but they don't like that that she's acting like this is the norm for women because then men can use this against them and they mm -hmm. don't want their secrets out, you know, because still, you know, the stereotype is that men are dogs and men will fuck anything that walks and they'll, they're the cheaters. Mm -hmm. What, what, what Jade is now starting to show is that hold on there. We're just yeah. as bad as men. Yeah. And women don't like that. No. All right, so before we get out of here, just a reminder to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. The show is also on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and every other major podcaster. Make sure to follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at TC Pod Network and to like it on Facebook. Just search for the Complete Podcast Network. Send feedback and mailbag questions to message at gmail.com. We are out. <laughs>